To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 72 on page 426. Give the King thy judgments, O God and thy righteousness unto the king's son. Then shall he judge thy people according unto right, and defend the poor. The mountains also shall bring peace, and the little hills righteousness unto the people. He shall keep the simple folk by their right, defend the children of the poor, and punish the wrongdoer. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endureth, from one generation to another. He shall come down like the rain upon the mown grass, even as the drops that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish, yea, an abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth. His dominion shall be also from one sea to the other, and from the river unto the world's end. They that dwell in the wilderness shall kneel before him, his enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles shall give presents. The kings of Arabia and Saba shall bring gifts. All kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall do him service. For he shall deliver the poor where he, when he crieth, the needy also, and him that hath no helper. He shall be favorable to the simple and needy, and shall preserve the souls of the poor. He shall deliver their souls from falsehood and wrong, and dear shall their blood be in his sight. He shall live, and unto him shall be given of the gold of Arabia. 
Prayer shall be made ever unto him, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be an heap of corn in the earth, high upon the hills. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like grass upon the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall remain under the sun among the posterities, which shall be blessed in him. And all the nations shall praise him. Blessed be the Lord God, even the God of Israel, which only doeth wondrous things. And blessed be the name of his majesty forever. And all the earth shall be filled with his majesty. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the sixth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, They shall thoroughly glean as a vine the remnant of Israel. As a grape gatherer, put your hand back into the branches. To whom shall I speak and give warning, that they may hear? Indeed, their ear is uncircumcised, and they cannot give heed. Behold, the word of the Lord is a reproach to them. They have no delight in it. Therefore, I am full of the fury of the Lord. I am weary of holding it in. I will pour it out on the children outside, and on the assembly of young men together. For even the husband shall be taken with the wife, the aged with him who is full of days, and their houses shall be turned over to others, fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand against the inhabitants of the land, says the Lord, because of the, from the least of them even to the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetousness, and from the prophet even to the priest, everyone deals falsely they have also healed the hurt of my people slightly saying peace peace when there is no peace were they ashamed when they had committed abomination no they were not at all ashamed nor did they know how to blush therefore they shall fall among those who fall at the time i punish them they shall be cast down says the lord Thus says the Lord, Stand in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths where the good way is, and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk in it. Also I set watchmen over you, saying, Listen to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not listen. Therefore hear, you nations, and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth. Behold, I will certainly bring calamity on this people, the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not heeded my words, nor my law, but rejected it. For what purpose to me comes frankincense from Sheba, and sweet cane from a far country? Your burnt offerings are not acceptable, nor your sacrifices sweet to me. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will lay stumbling blocks before this people, and the fathers and the sons together shall fall on them. The neighbor and his friend shall perish. Here endeth the first lesson. 
My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud, the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 45th verse of the 11th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did, believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things Jesus did. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What shall we do? For this man works many signs. If we let him alone like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them, Caiaphas, being high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, and not that the whole nation should perish. Now this he did not say on his own authority, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for that nation only, but also that he would gather together in one the children of God who were scattered abroad. Then from that day on, they plotted to put him to death. Therefore, Jesus no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there into the country near the wilderness to a city called Ephraim, and there remained with his disciples. And the Passover of the Jews was near, and many went from the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Then they sought Jesus and spoke among themselves as they stood in the temple. What do you think, that he will not come to the feast? Now both the chief priests and the Pharisees had given a command that if anyone knew where he was, he should report it, that they might seize him. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. 
The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who didst call blessed Joseph to be the faithful guardian of thine only begotten Son and the spouse of his virgin mother, give us grace to follow his example in constant worship of thee and obedience to thy commands, that our homes may be sanctified by thy presence and our children nurtured in thy fear and love through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just a couple of thoughts about tonight's lessons. Um. Our section here from Jeremiah is interesting in that he's essentially calling out both the priests and the prophet of, uh, prophets of his time. And, you know, we looking back tend to think of prophets like Jeremiah, uh, John the Baptist, or Isaiah, and these guys who are giving these prophetic messages to, to Israel and these warnings and upbraiding them where for the people of the time prophets could be thought of more as as pastors as even life coaches people you would go to for advice or or spiritual direction or these type of things there is a the priestly function was very um sacramental but it was largely uh contained within the temple and associated with that type of things that day-to-day hands-on thing there was these people who would call themselves prophets and that people would go to them and they would pay them they would give them money 
So you can see here where you get into the uh, the issue of prophets starting to tell people what they wanted to hear. This is the, where Jeremiah is talking about this peace, peace. You know, telling them everything's going to be all right, everything's going to be fine. There's all these bad things happening, but you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with what you're doing. And it points up the fact that Jeremiah is making the point that this judgment on that is coming, it's not merely just the people are bad or the leadership is bad and leading the others astray. It's always something to be on the lookout for is that it's a, a partnership. It's a usually subconscious, but it's an agreement to fool each other. So it's something that we even today have to look out for in that when we join a church, are, are we going just because it's something we want to hear? Is it confirming all our own biases? We can see that in many churches, whether whatever end of the spectrum is, is it always the other guys who are the problem? And are you every Sunday, Do you, are you never convicted of your own faults and your own things that you have to, to improve? Or are you just being confirmed in your, your own uh, prejudices or your own self-satisfaction? And so it's always a struggle because it's never good or it's never fun to hear stuff you disagree with. And it's never fun to tell someone you disagree with them or that they're doing something wrong. And so it's always something to be on the on the on the lookout for. And one of the surest signs is whether you are growing in your faith. If you are, if you look back two years, five years, ten years, and you don't see things have changed, and there's something, there's an issue there probably. And so we see this played out. This this the leadership playing to the crowd and telling them what they want to hear in our New Testament lesson, where now you have the situation where they there's animosity between the two groups. And how does the, the leadership play this out? And we see this with, with Caiaphas, that he's still a the chief priest, and he still receives an inkling of the truth. He he has somehow either received it or or something where he knows that Jesus has to die. But he has twisted it into thinking, then that must mean I have to be the one to facilitate his death. He must be put to death instead of him having to die and rise again and become glorified as the son of the father. He doesn't get that point. And so he thinks he's going to fix things. He's going to solve the problem by getting rid of Jesus. Because as the people see it, they're longing for the Messiah to overthrow Rome and reestablish the kingdom of Israel as this mighty nation. And the temple leadership sees it as this, I think essentially they see it as not possible in the end. 
they 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 don't trust in the scriptures themselves and so when they see someone coming up looking like he's fulfilling the signs of the messiah what do they do they worry that rome is going to crush them because they they've rebelled and so it's always incumbent on all of us and especially those in leadership to to not try to overstep their own authority and try to fix things or to 